There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm Josh. Yes, sir. Here with Jim Price, and this is... Jim Price. The yeah. Dark Delight you, Show. And this is where we mm. talk about how things move out of the darkness and into truth. And, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, Jim, I don't know yes, if you sir. saw it today, the 60-day average from December 2005 to December 2022, the U.S. subprime auto delinquency rate has increased to 6.05%, which is above the 2008 recessionary levels wow that's normal i mean that's fine it'll end well (laughs) i mean tell me tell me you're manipulating the economy without really telling me you're manipulating the economy it is breathtaking isn't it i mean (laughs) these all these indicators are literally like it makes me i'm not even a so if i was a car loan guy like i was in the banking industry and i saw those numbers i would be you know having a bit of a panic attack right i'm like a little short on breath here but they're like, nah, just keep going. Things are fine. The house is on fire. Keep cooking dinner. I, what, you can't do that. That doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the short-term, long-term bonds flipped, guys. That was that was when that went over, everything else. All this stuff lines up completely with all that stuff. Well, then, then uh, you know, Zero Hedge, they, they put out mm-hmm. a graph saying something's wrong. And uh, U.S. job openings far lower than reported by Department of Labor, UBS finds. When it comes to the labor market, Biden's Labor Department is a study in contrast. One day we get contraction in PMI employment, both manufacturing and services, and the other we get a major beat in unemployment. Then one day the household survey shows a plunge in employment. In fact, there's almost been no employment gain for nine months and a record in multiple job holders and part-time workers. In the same day, the establishment survey signals a spike in payrolls, mostly among waiters and bartenders. Or the David Jolts report shows an unexpected jump in job openings, even as actual hiring slides for two years. Or the straw that breaks the latest trend in the labor market's back is when the jobs report finally cracks and shows the fewest jobs added over a year. And yet initial jobless claims tumble and reverse all recent increases despite daily news from mass layoffs across all tech companies. As the relentless barrage of conflicting data out of the Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, just won't stop, almost as to make a very political point. While one can certainly appreciate Biden's desire to paint the glass of U.S. jobs as always half full, reality is starting to make a mockery of the president's gaslighting ambitions. As one by one core pillars of the administration's strong jobs fabulation collapses. First is the Philadelphia Fed shocking stating that contrary to the BLS goal setting a 1.1 million jobs by Q2 of 2022, the actuality, they had only added 10,000. Then it was Goldman's turn to make a mockery of curiously low initial job claims by comparing them directly reported the uh, the warn notices mandatory under the Worker Mm -hmm. Adjustment and Retention Notification Act, which no level bureaucrat in Biden's lackey can seasonally adjust because they are a cold, hard fact, immutable and truly representing the underlying economic truth of what they show is that, as the Goldman Chats confirms, layoffs are rising far faster than the Department of Labor's initials claims say. 
Goldman also right. found the warm notice, uh, Warren notices also tracked the jolts layoff rate. Warren notice counts remained elevated in 2020, <clears throat> even when the layoff rate declined, but is likely reflects unusual reporting delays during the pandemic and the exclusion of layoffs, so forth. Not surprisingly, Goldman's tracking estimate based on December and January Warren notices for the large states covered not only shows a recent drop in initial claims is unlikely, but that is also right. consistent with the layoff rate of about 1.1%, higher than the 0.9% on the JOLTS report. And this just goes on and on Wait. and on of how they are manipulating the numbers under the Biden administration. Wait. They are just lying Wait, you're their using, butts off. You're, you're using words like manipulation, which should say lying, uh, fibbing, what? untruths, incorrect. Now, let me ask you a quick question. What was General Flynn convicted of uh, doing to the FBI? What was it he did? He lied um, to the FBI? He lied he under oath. He did right. nothing well, wrong, they, but he apparently lied when he was telling them that he did nothing wrong. <laughs> right. So he misquoted a date. And so the, you get really right down to it. He misquoted a date. And so it was and, – and they say it was under oath but because they said it was from – he was under oath from a prior oath he took even though in the meeting they had he wasn't not sworn under oath. Anyway, semantics, right? But they took away his pension, his rank, his credentials, all kinds of stuff. They took away all this stuff from this man. For quote unquote lying to the FBI, which is an agency we've seen who exponentially lies to us. I'm just, you know, kind of going with my observations here. But Josh, you have the uh, a guy who has his finger on the red button, who is a quote unquote supposedly in charge of the world's largest military power ever known to man, who has not had a background check, by the way. Nobody has checked to see if this guy is able to own nuclear weapons. I mean, shouldn't he have to do a background check if he's the guy who's running? Anyway. Um, but they are habitually, you say, misleading, but they're habitually lying. I know you're reading the article there. Um, they're habitually lying to us, but that's not a felony. But if you lie to the FBI by misquoting a date, or like what General Flynn's story was, you lose your life. And you have to, you know, you have to try to gain your life back, you know, all this other stuff. But they don't replace the money they stole from you and all that other stuff. Why is it okay? Why is it, why have we allowed our government to habitually lie to us in such ways that you just even that article they talked about the gaslighting of the of the Biden administration. It's not. Ga- I mean, some of it's gaslighting, but a lot of it's just straight out lying. We, we're letting this happen. We're letting our tax dollars be used in a way to just continue to lie to us. This is a bad marriage. This is an abusive relationship. Shouldn't we be getting out of this? Um. Well, yeah. This this is an incredibly abusive relationship. And, and speaking about Flynn here, is that. They were trying to say that Flynn didn't register under the FARA Act, which is the reg- basically you have to be a uh, registered with the federal government if you are a government agent doing foreign business. The problem is, is that mm-hmm. Flynn at the time was um, not a member of any government, um, but he had his own intelligence uh, uh, business. Right. But basically, they they said, "Hey, Flynn, why don't you come on in and talk to us?" And he went in to talk to them, and whenever you go in to talk to any law enforcement, you got to remember the Fifth Amendment applies because they can use it against you in a court of law. And they were asking him about some things, and he misstated some facts. Um, right. And he was not under oath. He Well, he was under oath, but he just didn't realize it at the time. And they came back, and they used that as a mechanism to bring charges up against him. Now, this is what I don't get, Jim. Well, I get mm-hmm. it, but I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> is he committed no crime. They wanted to talk to him about a potential crime, right? 
Right. Yeah. He goes in and talks to them. Can't remember the dates. Willfully. They charge him with perjury, lying to the FBI in a suspected crime that they can't even prove happened. <laughs> so, you know, it's like it's like going walking down the street, right? All right. And an officer going, hey, man, can I can I talk to you for a minute? Sure, sure. What's up? How you doing today? Ah, pretty good. Have a good day. And you start walking away. Hold on. I'm, I'm arresting you for resisting arrest. It, it, right. It's completely up. And by the way, that happens. That oh, yeah. quite that literally happens every day. Um, you're yeah. right, Jim. This is a uh, this is a very toxic relationship that we have. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to yeah, be on the we- receiving end of this anymore. Yeah, I'm really. They're re- oh, they're receiving it. That doesn't sound. Uh, ooh, that sounds yeah. very disturbing. Um, <laughs> but well, no, you know true, the though. picture I, I had mean, in my mind when I said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Both hands on your shoulders, right? Um, the problem with this is is that we we've accepted it and we keep going back to the well, thinking, you know what? This time the government's not going to beat me as much as they did before. They're not going to take all of my money, just most of my mm. money. They're going to they're not going to take all of my reputation. They're going to take some of my reputation. I mean, I mean, even it, it just all the different stuff that everybody throughout. I mean, look at Trump's raid. How 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 abusive you got an ex. I mean, if you want to say he's an ex president or your current president, I'm I, that's not neither here nor there. But the idea that he he has a status of presidency, that he's going to be raided for documents that he is able to have because he was president at the time. And then he also had already categorized, copied, had all the pieces of paper sent to the archives of what he had in the room, and then they told him how to, quote-unquote, store it and secure it, doing all those things, and then they still needed to do the lambasting of him. And then, uh, what was it, Mayor Garland, uh, I don't know, or wherever his name is, um, he was testifying just this week about why it is they did what they did to Trump and why it was different for uh, uh, for Biden, and there was no explanation given. I mean, it, it was all gaslighting. Well, hold on, hold on. National Uh-oh. Archive just the other day announced that they have seized nine boxes of classified Biden documents from the attorney's office. Now, what's <laughs> interesting in this, do you remember when boxes. Biden said, oh, we're, uh, my, my lawyers are complying with them on this? Mm-hmm. Well, 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 guess what they just found? Is that these documents were moved after the initial raid to his lawyer's oh. office across state lines. Oh, so, so this was moved from the Biden Penn Center to his lawyer's office across state lines after, after they had discovered the classified documents. That's called when lying intent. becomes normally you normally lie. Yeah, that's not that's content. That's conspiracy. No, that's a intent conspiracy. Absolutely. Because you had to have coordinated. You had to have gone picked up, transported, then stored again. Do you think they're going to raid mean, the White House? <laughs> they're gonna raid the white house the looking for intem- they're gonna raid <laughs> intelligence looking they're gonna raid the white house looking for intelligence and not find any <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, be right back true. with more dr light show right after this The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. 
How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> More cowbell! <laughs> tonk, 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 you know, we had that, uh, that, that song there <laughs> at the break that John Lennon, I'm like, is that Yoko Odo on the cowbell? <laughs> it was really, they were really banging that. it out, weren't they? Yeah. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> I think All I was right. a little more in rhythm in my version than what was going on in that song. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're going to go to the calls here. Charles, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, how are you guys doing? Doing well, man. What can we do for you? Well, before I uh, talk about what I wanted to say, I just want to say, Josh, thank you for bringing uh, Jim on board. I find him very, well, sorry, Jim, I find you very inform- informative, even after the, the second episode or hour. So thank you. Yes, thanks. Yeah. Um, now, to get to what I wanted to say, uh, you guys were talking about Michael Flynn, and hey, you, you guys left out, I, I believe, one of the most important things to say is after the the government couldn't prove that he was guilty of any crime um, and told the judge we don't have any any proof and to drop all charges the judge refused to follow that and still kept him in jail and it was Trump that had to pardon him because the judge refused to release him even though Yep, the Judge Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. 
I find that yeah, very that was true, wasn't right. it? They were um, the judge wouldn't release the paperwork even though Trump had released him through the pardon. I forgot about all that. Yep. No, and, and it's a long story with Flynn. I talked to Flynn a few weeks ago. Had him on my show. We really didn't discuss that too much, but it was uh, it was a sad tale of the weaponization of the DOJ and what they're capable. And that's really what we're talking about today, isn't it? We're talking about how they went after Donald Trump, the former president, for documents that he had declassified two separate times, September 20th, or September 12th, sorry, 2020, and then December 20th, 2020. He, he declassified these documents two times, and they went after and said, oh, we want those documents back, they're, they're national security. Oh, And, you know, if they can do that to the national security advisor, to the former president, what can mm-hmm. they do to you and me? Yeah. I'm living proof of it. <laughs> They'll beat your door down and get what they want. Charles, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. That was an awesome call. Thanks, man. So, uh, Jim, well, well, you're saying yeah. it's an awesome call. He's giving you a compliment, man. He's like, oh, well, yeah. Jim, I love Jim. Duh. Josh, just get off the show. We want Jim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, that guy you brought on? Yeah. Way better information <laughs> than you. I'm not joking. Oh, I'm that joking. Guy. I'm no, it's... It's a two-man style, right? We're doing a great job. So that's yeah, what's no, awesome we're having about fun. It. We're having fun. We like the we like the yeah. the tug at each other sometimes, not in that yeah. sick way. And I, uh, hey, the and Pentagon I love you like a cold sore. Just can't wait to right. go away. I mean, Pentagon blocks <laughs> sharing evidence with possible Russian war crimes with the head court. So the United States, yeah, has decided to file uh, war crime charges against Russia. You remember uh, VP? What? You don't remember this? Uh, Vice President war time um, charges? Like what are we? What war crime? Yeah, we've got so, nothing else to do, Josh. That's what we got. We're, we're so Kamala, bored with our lives. Kami Kamala a week and a half ago said mm-hmm. that uh, we have officially charged Russia with war crimes. Okay, so the head okay. court is like, okay, well, if you did, let, let, have the Pentagon send us all the documents. The Pentagon goes, <laughs> well, well, we can't send you those documents. And the hog court is like, well, why can't you? Well, because it might implicate some of our people. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Might implicate some of our people in war crimes. <laughs> like, well, uh, because, you know, how we collected information is top secret. And if we give away how we collected it, and then we'll expose our procedure. So we just can't tell you. We're just going to accuse you of it. But we can't tell you what it is. Like, this is the stupidity of motion in which we call our United States government. Guys, uh, we're, uh, 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 we're being abused by dummies. And that's that. And that what does that make us? I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Like, these people are abusing us, and they're acting like this in public. They're not brilliant people. This is—we're not being out masterminded by these. This is not. This is pinky in the brain, and <laughs> we got a lot of pinkies running around. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, brain? <laughs> it's like—it's ridiculous. We're gonna try to take over the world. How are we, we gonna do him. that? I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, <It's> classified. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> You, you know they're full of it as soon as they were, the word classified comes out. I mean, seriously. Oh, well, it's exhausting. Yeah, going back yeah. to your White House so, claim that there's no intelligence there. Um, yeah, that's kind of the uh, – go ahead. Uh, well, we don't know. But no, it, listen. Yeah. So Secretary yes. Austin comes out and says, hey, we, we can't hand these documents over. 
Um, number one is because they're classified. Number two is because we don't want to. And number three, probably because it implicates our own people. And the hog courts, you know, I, 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 I'm just, you know, kind of ad-libbing this, but yeah. the hog courts scratching right. their head like, but you said there was war crimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just take our word for it. Yeah. It, it, like, yeah. What? And then did you see what happened today? So Russia did a barrage of attacks on various power plants all throughout Ukraine. Um, yesterday, there was a great post that came out from one of the Wagner mercenary members. And they right. said, you guys just don't understand. Once Bakhmut is completely taken, Russia's ready to go in with a full strike. You guys haven't seen anything pertaining to what the Russian military can do. We've been toying with you this whole time. This is exactly what I said Russia was doing. So Russia today did this missile strike taking out, you know, energy infrastructure. And right. right after, there's a cyber attack in Russia, which goes out on a lot of the news and the media channels showing a nuclear attack inbound. Take cover. Mm-hmm. This is dude, hmm. you understand that that one cyber attack could have prompted right. a nuclear war. <sighs> but they're banging the the banging the drums of war. You know they're doing this. They want okay. So this is no different than how the first world war started by killing somebody's nephew in a parade. When they said, "Oh, we got to go after so and so," and then it started. Everybody started dividing up who's in the. Cool you mean Arc Club Duke, wasn't. Arc Duke Ferdinand? Yeah, yeah, he's a you know he was a cool guy. <laughs> like he was a he was a punk. Anyway, uh, moving on. But we just killed millions. Like, what did Russia? Uh, Russia lost six million men in the First World War. Yeah, people don't even don't even recognize that number. Six million men. We're over here, and I'm not discounting any tragedy of we've had in our our, our wars we've had. But we, what what Afghanistan and and Iraq? I mean, yeah. we didn't hit the ten thousand mark, did we? No, but they, Russia to lost put it in perspective, six. Yeah. They lost New York City. Oh, there you go. And men. And just men alone. That yeah. was not men, women, children. That's just men alone. So they think about that. That's a real – so over somebody's nephew getting killed, but that was also the reorganization of the czars, which was the bloodlines of the families to disseminate them across the globe. Guys, that we've been living under war, uh, warfare of bloodlines and the Hatfields and McCoys, and that's what we're paying for. But anyway, going back to Russia. Uh, yeah, I don't think Russia has really pulled out the hammer yet. I think they've been. I, ha- I think they've just been poking around. Well, then when they get pull out the sickle. Are. Oh man! Oh, Ooh, that, see, nice you know, you set that up. Nice. We've only been playing with the sickle. <laughs> Wait till we drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. My my son this came is the home world. the other day. My son came home the right? other day, Jim, and he's like, uh, he goes, "I want to learn a language." I'm like, "He's he's 11." I'm like, "Oh, what do you want to learn?" He goes, "I want to learn Russian." Like, yeah, it's not Ooh. necessarily the best time in history to learn Russian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and my dad does a podcast. <laughs> oh, and there you're on you the know, red it, flag. It's, uh, my daughter was born in 2013, and uh, 2013 is the height of uh, ISIS in ISIL in Afghanistan, right? In Syria, right? right? Yeah. And uh, the nurse looked at me and said, what are you going to name her? And I go, ISIS. And she's going to laugh. She says, you're crazy. I go, no, I'm serious. <laughs> and I named nice. her ISIS. <laughs> Well, but we know what real ISIS name is. But uh, what was that? What is the acronym for ISIS? What is is that really their name or is it an acronym? Yeah, it's Islamic. Um, yeah, it's Islamic Security something. something I don't know. Yeah, it's ISIS. It's really important, right? Why did why was that? What was uh, Barry's problem? Why did he always call him ISIL? 
what was why was he the only one in the news or in the in the in the the White House and all that always called him ISIL when everybody else called him ISIS? Uh, because the L in ISIL, I believe, stands for liberation, and maybe that's what he oh. wanted. So he was he was touting. And that, that's just product placement, right? That's good product placement. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like his wearing his Nike shoes to. Go and have a, a beer yes. and a shoot hoops with him. It's called right? the Islamic State of Iraq and Al Sham. Okay. And so the acronym ISIL is the more accurate name as it recognizes these areas that the groups that affect the targets, while ISIS refers exclusively to Iraq and Syria. Oh well, that makes perfect sense. What did we get? It we need more acronyms in our life, don't we? I mean, you remember the military? There was an acronym for everything. Um, I'm Fubar. kind of amazed at all the little acro- huh? What's that? ID ten tango. Oh yeah, don't even. Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever have to do that? Did they ever say, "Hey Jim, go down to uh, to uh, the oh, the yeah. admin office and uh, get an ID ten tango form?" Oh, and you'd go down tango. there, and whoever's working the admin office, would be like, "Hey, my uh, my chief sent me down here. I need an ID ten tango form." You're like, "Oh, well, you need to go down to the the, the mess and you gotta go, go down personnel. There. You gotta go personnel and get it from yeah. them. Yeah, and then you go there, and they send you to the CO." <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. All right. So Biden has proposed a $6.8 trillion budget before a re-election, uh, before his expected re-election campaign. Um, What's 0.8? Did you say 6.8? 6.8 trillion. Well, why don't you just round it up to trillion. 7? I mean, we don't have it anyway, so just why not make it a $10 billion, trend trillion? I mean, what's the uh, You know, it's double what Trump's budget was. Now, now but no think way. about this, okay? $6.8 trillion. Mm-hmm. A billion seconds, a billion seconds, right? Okay, is like thirty-three years, I think. Right, so you can live a billion yeah, seconds. Yeah. Okay. A trillion seconds is thirty-three thousand years. <laughs> that's fine. That, that's how much a trillion is, right. and we're going to do that six point eight times. Yeah. Oh, and uh, people don't make much money out there, and they can't have an affordable wage. Um, well, it's probably because it, our government is spending us into oblivion. And it's purposeful. It's not – there's no way – what is it? They said that there's only by – what? Uh, there's still half of the money assigned to COVID that has not been spent yet or assigned to anybody. Like the money is still sitting there. Like the, half of the COVID money that they, they put out initially still hasn't been spent. And even the uh, – Supposedly, this is another one of those supposedly's that the uh, Ukrainian money, there's only about 38 billion of it has actually been moved out. So I don't understand how that works. We've already spent the money, but we haven't sent the money. I don't know. I don't get that. Does that? I, I don't know whose checking account works that way. But if I sent 180 billion dollars to Ukraine, uh, the money doesn't sit in my account until they spend it. Does that make does that make sense? Like this doesn't like I don't understand why why we speak in double speak all the time, except for in our personal financial plans or our accountability to the government. But the government could tell us 
well, we've, we, we spent the money, but we haven't sent well, – we sent the money, but they haven't spent the money. So we still have it. You see what I'm saying? Right, but I don't it's know. allocated it's somewhere. Like. You, you, can't, you can't touch it because it's allocated oh, somewhere. Oh, it's oh, earmarked okay. is what they call oh, it. They call it earmarked. <laughs> hey, so um, yeah. what happened yesterday at the Proud Boys trial? This is uh, – mm. so Julie Kelly reported this drama in the Proud, Proud Boys trial yesterday after the FBI agent caught lying on the stand and concealing evidence from defense attorneys. Now, this gets interesting. L- listen to this. The yeah. evidence includes government operatives spying on attorney-client privilege and erasing evidence. Over 350 files were captured. Oops. Th- this, is, this is absurd. The prosecution – so basically, uh, the Proud Boys attorneys are going to be releasing this evidence, I believe, t- today, t- this morning. Right. Okay. The prosecution had to hand over their their links files, so all of their internal chat memos and stuff. And uh, this one person Uh. apparently didn't realize that they didn't delete uh, or erase all of these files. The prosecution actually did not delete the government files they they thought they had erased. This is the prosecution. The defense attorneys were able to capture those files, which include – Spying on client attorney privilege and erasing exculpatory evidence. You cannot have a justice system that does this and call it a fair and balanced system. Well, this is how many of these FBI agents do you think are going to see jail? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Zero. Zero. Yeah. But the, how many people are sitting in jail because these people have been doing this? Who've been going and backdooring the information, backdooring these things through subpoena power that they continue on after the investigation is supposedly closed and charges have been filed, but they continue on with the spying on the backside. Guys, this is this right here should make you. This is what the throw up. This is the part where you throw up. This is the icky part of the justice system that we really. I know a lot of people. There's a guys. There's a lot of bad people out there. You know, I rail against policy officers. You know, I rail against the city council and the county commissioners and all this doing these nefarious things. But this is at the federal level. Special, special Agent Nicole Miller uh, was cross-examined. She's testified that she understood a legal duty uh, under the Jenkins Act to produce the United States Attorney's Office with written statements related to the subject matter of her testimony. Guys, this right now in real time is – this is why you feel the way you do, and this is why you hear people say they didn't get justice, they were overcharged, uh, they didn't commit the crimes that they're being charged with, and all this other stuff. Uh, we we've got ourselves in a real pickle here because we want law and order, we want justice to be served. But if justice is overstepping their bounds of limitations that the government should be under under our constitution, we have a failed system. We have a failed republic. That's right. We have a failed republic, and you know it reminds me of uh, these guys uh, a few hundred years ago, and kind of what they said in this one uh, this one. Um, ink writing they did on hemp paper, and they said that when a government becomes tyrannical mm-hmm. to an end, it is the right, the duty, the will of the people to remove that government. And I mean, just how far are we away the from duty. We, yeah, the, the duty? Yeah, the duty to it. It means you you have the obligation. That means you should have already been in action to make sure that this was right. The wrongs were righted. And and the idea that we don't have juries of our peers, we have a juries of registered voters, is actually another. Um, misgiving of our constitution that a jury of your peers means your co-workers and your family. 
your neighbors, the guy that lives next door to you, not some random person across the street or not across the street, but across town because of the registered voter. It's actually people of your peers, which means the government has to put forth effort to bring a trial against you, including the jury that you then select. Not that they co-select with you, but you select yourself because it's a jury of your peers, not of who they decide. We've, we really have let go of so many things in our government. Mm-hmm. We, we have. And, and, you know, we no longer live in a constitutional republic. We live in a tyranny. There's, there's no other way to explain it. We live in a yeah. tyranny right now. And that the longer that this goes on, the more communist this is going to get. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And the sad part of it is, is when 2016, when I told people, and this, got Josh, I will give you, people listen to me. I'm, I'm, I'm applauding you. I am, I am, I'm happy. I am proud of what you guys are doing. I'm so proud that we get to have this conversation openly and without re- retribution, without people going, well, you know, Josh and Jim are a little crazy over there. No, we're legitimately having this conversation. 2016, when I started the radio show in 2018, People are like, well, Jim, now, well, they wouldn't have done that. That doesn't sound right. They wouldn't write that if it wasn't true. And now we get to have the open conversation, just like this right here. We're in open court where the jury had to be pulled out of the courtroom because of this collapse of the justice system right in front of them. You know, this is a conversation we get to have openly, and we get to be honest about it. But here's the problem. What are you going to do about the honesty you just heard? What are you going to do about the abuse of these people's rights to just be a human being who gets to defend themselves and face their accuser. This is this is where we this is where we stand up, folks. Well, how do we stand up, Jim? <sighs> That's the part where it's a fine line between uh, you being an active participant of your constitutional republic or subversion. And the problem is, is the person with the gun, who uh, or the person who orders the gun to come after you. That their version of subversion is the one you have to define. The mm. people who have the guns that we are the thin blue line, when they figure out which side of the Constitution that they, they're going to be on, that's where we all know what we can do. But until those guys actually do their part – now, the problem is, is this is FBI agents. These are people who have sworn an oath to the Constitution, and obviously they're ending up on the wrong side of the Constitution if they're willing to spy and do things against attorney-client uh, privilege. And other things, withholding evidence, like the, like the 10,000 hours of video footage in January 6th, that's withholding evidence, which is the government's job to turn over every single piece of evidence they may or may not think is relevant to the case. Yet, we have people who have, are sitting in jail, have been sitting in jail, have been convicted of things, and this these 10,000 hours of evidence in January 6th has not been released. Just like in the, the Proud Boys case, all of a sudden all this stuff has been released that they didn't know about. This is not fair. This is not a fair and balanced system. And in reality, that you that it's their job to to give you know that uh, what is it uh, a shadow of doubt, right? You mm-hmm. have to convict with a, without a shadow of a doubt that you know this conviction is real. But here's the other here's one step you could do if you're going to be on a jury. There's a such thing as called jury nullification. This is absolutely law. You can actually do this. Jury nullification is if you feel the person has been over prosecuted or is being prosecuted by a law you do not agree with, you are allowed to. Go not, uh, not guilty. You are allowed to do a not guilty for that individual. What, no matter what the evidence is, jury nullification is actually a power that the people have to be able to say, government, you've gone too far, and we're not going to convict our fellow man. 
Well, and it's actually a system of checks and balances in the United States of America. That's how we have a constitutional mm-hmm. republic, is that Congress, all the representatives, 435 members of, of Congress and 100 members of the Senate and the President of the United States, can go out there and they can pass a law in the power. And a person can get charged on that law, go to court <clears throat> through the Seventh Amendment of the United States of America, request a trial by jury. That jury comes out, 12 people, jury of their peers, which is no longer the case, but a jury can come out and say, hey, that, that law doesn't make any sense. That law is, no, that's unconstitutional. And guess right. what happens? That person done. is done, and that law is supposed to be struck from the records. Yeah. It's a follow-through that says, hey, that law no longer exists because the jury, the people, the constitutional republic, the people – decided it's repugnant and it's outside of the Constitution. We no longer want that to be part of our society. That's the checks and balances. That's where we get to go in and do that touch that makes things different for everybody around us. It's a sad state of affairs here subversion. in the United States of America. Is it your duty or is it subversion? Your government loves you. Trust your government. Mm, do what they love. tell you to do. All right, we'll be back with more Dr. Lecture into this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight <laughs> show. 
During the break, Jim and I were talking about uh, what needs to happen in this country, in the sense mm-hmm. of uh, how we how we fight back. How do we how do we fight back, Jim? It's a good right. question. Well, see, the problem is, is if you use freedom fries, then that becomes subversion. If you do things through quote unquote what they consider to be a subversive acts of uh, you, uh, putting forth your rights, right? So you, it says in your in your uh, your articles of your Bill of Rights says you have the right to redress your grievances. And substitute your government any way you see fit. Mm. Now, mm. I paraphrase a little bit of that, but the problem is is that that's absolutely the way your constitution is written because the constitution limits your government. But yet the government, the public servants you have, had, do not know that language, and you don't know how to practice that language. You don't know actually how to, to put forth those words because the problem is there's a fine line between subversion and then your duty to actually you know, replace a government that has been become too tyrannical. So the problem is, is that the thin blue line that we all want to support, we all want to be, but they got to clear out their houses, but they also got to figure out what side of the Constitution are, because if not, they're on the wrong side of it. They'll be the brown shirts of Germany going out there and doing the will of the dictators as opposed to the will of the people through the Constitution. Hmm. Subversion or liberty? I, I like civil disobedience as subversion. Subversion sounds really, really illegal. Um, where <laughs> well, that's there. That's what they call you if you are civilly disobedient. See, that's right. the well, that's the yeah. line. That's that's the January sixth. January sixth was actually uh, was a uh, was a protest. Was a, we were allowed to do that. We have the right to do that, and we, without a permit or anything else. But yet, we're those are being called insurrectionists. But the word insurrection is not in Black Laws Dictionary. So we have. This, this whole war of information and word manipulation, right? So they can manipulate the word to be subversion, but you're saying, hey, I'm standing up for my rights and my right to redress my grievances with those are my public servants. But those perfect public servants stand behind guards and bars and say, you stay over there and uh, send me a letter and I'll let you know. Well, that's no longer a representative government. That's tyranny. What? You this is 2023, Jim. We we live in the 21st century. What are you talking oh, yeah. about this tyranny thing? Yeah. You have a mm. good life. You you are you are given given the mm. opportunity to live a good life. You Just play the game and be happy. But God-given rights are uh, rights that can never be given or taken away by God. And I give the privileges of my public representatives to represent me in the way I see fit. And I have the right to remove those people and replace it with what government I feel necessary. Read the Constitution, guys. I'm not I'm not a, some like, like, oh, Jim just makes up the best words. He puts them together in these great little sentences. This is just your Constitution. I mean, I may be paraphrasing a little bit, but it's really the Constitution that is your – you guys want ammunition? Get it. Get it. It's yours. It's right there in front of you. Hold their your public servants accountable. Hold them accountable. And well, how do we hold them accountable though? Because Jim, they don't listen to us. They don't care to listen to us. If so? we stand up and rise up against them, they they slap us down with fake charges and call us domestic right. terrorists. And what I mean by rise up is if we go and protest them, if we if we call our congressman like 10 times, they're going to be like, put that guy on the terrorist watch list. Red flag list. Yeah. Red flag list. Next thing you know, your neighbor is uh, – your neighbor doesn't even know it, but they you – know, an, 
anonymously called the police, and they had no idea mm-hmm. of it. And uh, right. red flag gun laws are coming in, taking all of your weapons away, and you're under arrest for being a threat, and then the IRS is targeting you. And then you're on a DHS list. You can't travel anywhere. You lose your job because of your social status declines because the mm-hmm. news and media got a hold of the story. Yep. And you're sitting there going, but my country loves me. My government That's how I got here, here to guys. Me. I had above I had a, above top secret security clearance. I was the guy who designed, trained the military, designed, built, and trained the military on the defensive systems of this country to hold their secret secret inside of our borders. Ground penetrating radar, all the different equipment, and I my clearances had to be absolutely spotless clean. And what they do, the claim of something made me lose my job. All I had to do was have a claim, not even a charge, because I was too sensitive for what I was doing. And yet, you know, that's how they do it. They take away your income, and they take away your reputation, and there goes your money, and there goes your friends, and all the people you thought were important to you. They start, they start, you know, doing the, uh, oh, I don't know, Jim. Oh, I, yeah, he's just a friend of mine. I don't have any idea. Oh, I don't owe him any money. I'm not business partners with him. I don't do this. I don't do that. I mean, this is what they do. Look what they, look at the demonization of General Flynn and Trump. Look what they did to Roger Stone. I mean, these are all things in real time, guys. So you guys, when you come together, when we talked about, Josh, you, you said this, you know, get together, get some barley pops, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're those guys who don't know what barley pops are, beers, um, you know, get some beers and, and I was, some I was sodas or sangria. Like, that sounds kind of disgusting. <laughs> barley pops? That's it. Yeah, barley. Yeah, you know, it's made out of barley, right? Um, so get some fuzzy uh, barley pops and you know, beer, sangrias, whatever you drink with your fellows, and uh, talk. And then you don't have to wonder if you're alone. And then you don't have to feel like you're isolated. And you don't have to feel like the people that are maybe out there doing something you shouldn't. Because the problem is, is you know, if Antifa taught you anything. Mob rules, right? I mean, that's what they're showing us, that that's how you do it. You do it through fear and setting things. I don't want you setting anything on fire, but I want you to come together and understand that freedoms are for everybody. And that's all we're asking for is the freedoms that are given, that are God-given, not by any man, but by our creator. Hmm. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equally, deriving their rights from their creator. Hmm. Novel words for a dire time, aren't they? Yeah. And that's, I mean, how powerful if you learn those. I told everybody, print out your Bill of Rights for your state and tape it to your mirror in front of you. And while you brush your gums every morning, read your Bill of Rights. You want to feel powerful in your day. You want to be articulate and being able to put the message forth. Read those every day. And it will make a difference in your life. I'm just telling you right now. You want to know how to deal with this? Your mind will put together the process as soon as you start reading your Bill of Rights. Because if you don't know those Bill of Rights, if you don't know what your Constitution says, you can't say, well, the Constitution is on my, you know, and like, okay, what about your Constitution, sir? Well, it says I'm free. Okay, well, no. you got to know how to articulate those words. And by reading those words over and over again, our articulation will be your friend. Mm-hmm. You are endowed by your creator with certain unalienable rights among them life liberty and the pursuit of happiness you know jim this yeah. pursuit doesn't seem to be very happy man I'm, I'm telling you we should just sue the government for that it's like hey look this pursuit of happiness thing it's not working here you guys are uh taxing the crap out of every dollar have you ever seen the breakdown of a dollar um in, oh. in the sense of when from when you get paid of how the taxes are taken out 80 oh, percent of your dollar goes to taxes period 
That's not even a question. That's not even like, oh, I, I, I got a write-off. Uh-uh. No, like I, I was talking the other day on the podcast about a tax protest, right? And mm-hmm. uh, people in the chat were like, well, I'm not doing that, man. I'm getting a return this year. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, you do realize that they're giving you your own money back. That you Whoa. overpaid in taxes. Whoa. You loaned them more money than they could use. They held it interest without rate. interest. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're going to give it back to you where if you make any mistake, they're going to put you in jail. <laughs> like, yeah. or, stop paying. Oh, yeah, yeah, just owe them 100 I owe the, I owe the IRS 100 bucks and see how much that 100 bucks really cost you and the fees and the fines and the administrative costs. You're going to be 500 bucks into a $100 mistake. And they don't mind doing it, and they'll just come take it from you. They, there's, I am, I am ashamed of my country to know that this is what they're willing to do. And I'm ashamed of the, I'm ashamed of the IRS agents who input this information into computers and press enter, knowing that this is going to, this is going to toilet somebody's life. And yet, there's Al Sharpton out there who owes the government twenty five million dollars, and he's not being taken down. Mm, mm, I wonder why. Uh, mm. Well, hopefully, when Donald Trump gets in, he gets taken down. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show tomorrow. Have a great day. Yes, sir. See you guys.